Hey, this is Beard Today, Beard Tomorrow. We are back with episode 42, the Pittsburgh Takeover Part 2. Got a little bit of an extended episode for you guys today, coming in about an hour and uh, 23 minutes or so. You're going to be celebrating all things Pittsburgh. The episode functions as a great place to drink, as well as a travel guide. So uh, we really do hope you enjoy today's show. Also, don't forget, if you want to get your BTBT shirts, if you want to get your BTBT glassware, visit www.beardtodaybeardtomorrow.com. Again, that's beardtodaybeardtomorrow.com. We got your drinking and your dress needs. Uh, they go hand in hand. So, uh, yeah, check that out. All proceeds go back to making this podcast as good as it can be and getting you, our listeners, our audience, the best possible craft beer-related content that we can. Without further ado, stay tuned for part two of the Pittsburgh Takeover. Cheers. We just came back from a uh, team, uh, individual team piss break, and uh, we've been drinking all day, so we're not quite sure where we left off, but we know we have this great uh, beer here. Perry, you're going to get into this a little more, Fatheads, Headhunter, and uh, you know, Silver Award, American Style, IPA, World Beer Cup 2012-2014, and 2010 Silver Medal, and 2011 Bronze Medal in the American Style IPA Great American Beer Festival. Um, I mentioned this was on one of the beers I always wanted to try. I'm very glad I get to try today. But, but Perry, what else can you tell us about the uh, about Fatheads and this beer in particular? Yeah, so like I feel like a lot of Pittsburghers, even though we're hours from the coast, as we were discussing before the show, and talking about how Pennsylvania is massive, we're not East Coasters, but we like to think about ourselves that way, right? Yeah. Well, so so in, some people will say they're East Coast. That's what I'm saying, right? We're more yeah. east, we're more East Coast than Midwest in our minds. Even yeah, if, well, depending on the, who you talk to. That's what I'm saying. It's a it's a it's a very yeah. it's an argumentative point. But in that way, mm-hmm. this is a West Coast IPA that's still got a balance to it from roughly the East Coast. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the cool parts is they were beating West Coasters at their own game early on in their develop. Like this has been you know revised and tweaked a bit, and it's awesome all the way through. But it's obviously brought itself together do you know how like when they first brewed this or when this was a, a, around when this was originally released uh, i mean it was this was this was one of the first several beers out of the original spot in cleveland so and this was one of the ones that shot up immediately because it was just so well made um it's yeah. enjoyable it's, i really like this like i said I, like we were just talking about during the break actually i like to say it's it's an easy three beer day Right, you have yeah. one while you're waiting to have dinner. Right, you have one during dinner, and then you're like, "Fuck it, let's have, let's have one right after." Yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> and it's just it, easy going that we, way. That's an interesting concept you just pointed out there. Yeah. We've had three. Uh, obviously, I mean, you know, under the moniker of the same style, but very different yeah, within the style. They're all IPAs in a way, but they're all IPAs in a way, but they're all were distinct and all were good uh, so far. All were tasty, but I would have to say, as far as complexity, this one just kind of, you know. Edges the other two, which is I'm not taking away anything from the other two. They were very well done, yeah, yeah. tasty, well, and I would drink them again. They're focused on certain things, right? Like the right. jam is all about the certain hop, right? And mm-hmm. you know, this is what this a beautiful is a, hop it is. This is a very like you can drink it anytime, anywhere kind of beer, and that's the beauty of it. It's got flavor, but it's not over. It's not overdone. It doesn't ruin you. So, Justin, what do you think about this? Have you have you had uh, this beer from Fatheads before? I have not. I like it. I, I've liked all the beers this evening. It's been an IPA day. Thus far. Thus far. 
thus far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I guess it's we're a hop into forward some, show. Yeah. It's a hop it's, forward it's show. It's a hop guys. forward show. I like. I, I don't. I, I, almost, I don't know. I almost got us a Goza, but it was a day late. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I like the Hitchhiker more. That's fair. So yeah. Hitchhiker's been your favorite thus far. Yeah. So you're you're gonna like the next one then. I, it's um, also by them, but it's a little more hot forward action. Okay. I feel like the Jam mm-hmm. was was a close second to this. Um, I like the Barbarian. I believe that's what it was called for yep. Hitchhiker. I like that as well. I thought I would I would drink any of these beers again, but. Um, for me right now, it's it's Fathead's got the number one. A very close second is Jam, and then third is the, is that Hitchhiker Brew. Okay. I think this is the fun part, right? We've been doing the show, at least with this crowd, for months now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we always have differing opinions, not because we have a yes or no, this is better than that. Mm-hmm. We just have t- different tastes. Different tastes. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for different folks. There you folks. go. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, Fathead's is, is, uh, is dope, and... Um, I love the growler you brought to the uh, oh, yeah. to the last show. I, yeah. I, uh, I gifted a, a fathead's growler to this man. Yes, yeah, he did. I'm very, I'm very appreciative. We still have the wall, actually. It's still up on the wall of the of the craft beer graveyard. We're like the Grim Reaper of beer. <laughs> we, we, uh, we got that graveyard up there of all the beers we killed from that from the last two part episode we did at Absurd Conclave uh, with Juice Card and BK and Bushwick Brooklyn. That was a fun time. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, he had a little bit of Pittsburgh representing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what we always do on this podcast, because it's two to one. It's two yep. to one at this point. We take it over. We take it over. <laughs> Whether we're looking at Pittsburgh, we're there. Yeah. Look, it doesn't matter if it's just one dude from Queens. It's still a gangster party. <laughs> this is like one dude versus a hundred of other motherfuckers, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, look, I'm digging this Pittsburgh craft takeover. Um I'm I'm excited about what we have coming up. Yeah. So I know we have we have. Uh, so Perry, t- tell us a little bit about what we have coming up next. So the next beer is the Mercine Double IPA from Hitchhiker. I got to taste that when I was home. Actually, it's super smooth, super tasty. Um, Wait, that's not the barley wine. So we got one and then the barley wine. Yeah, and then the barley wine. Oh, that, that, that's yeah, the big closer. Oh, you yeah. close the barley wine. I mean, I, I, so I, so I I muled us some cans up from holy home, right? Moly. And I brought four because I wanted to you know have a solid show. Okay. Then, oh yeah, we're having then, a pretty solid show. And then, show. luckily, more that we talked about, I went, "Wait, I got all these other beers just stashed away," mm-hmm. and I forgot I got a bunch of gratitudes from ages ago. I did a a pyramid, as they called it. Um, the older ones are still hiding out. I'm gonna save those for a special occasion. But I was lucky enough that at Piper's, I was basically gifted uh, a recent gratitude, and decided to bring that on to to cap this night out. Very that's good. that's gonna be a serious serious beer. Is it safe okay. to say this is how the fuck you do in Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're drinking for sure. It's a drinking town, like we said. More most bars per capita. For I mean, certain. I mean, there's t-shirts, right? A drinking town with a sports problem. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was trying to remember that. Or that is it t-shirt. a sports town with a drinking? I don't know. They both work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but before we do transition, if I can just read. Off the bottle here yeah. for this uh, uh, Headhunter IPA. I like what it says, right? Because it says, and I was thinking about this as I'm drinking it. Like the first sip, it's it's really good. And you th- and and in my head, I'm like, wow, th- this is good. This is complex. But could I really drink as many as you were saying? Mm-hmm. But as you get through the beer, like it just it continues to opens up and and offers so many different um, um, complexities to it that you really could, as you said, you could have one before, during, after food. And I like what they say here. They say they're uncivilized and aggressive. 
Uh, Headhunter is an aggressively dry-hopped, uncivilized West Coast-style IPA with a huge hop display of pine, grapefruit, citrus, and pineapple. A punch-you-in-the-mouth brew for those who truly love their hops. Respect the resin. Hoppy beers are best consumed fresh. Chill out, man, and have a beer. Um, yeah, I feel like... like I mean, it, it could be just, just drunk talk, but I feel like the beer is evolving in the glass as I'm tasting it. And that's when you really know you're drinking something special. It's not the same... The whole way through, it's a little bit of a different experience. Yeah, as you're mi- as yeah, you go, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I also love that I have a bunch of shirts of this specific beer yeah. from a lot of the events I've done. I like the logo. I want to know the story being, behind the logo. And being the stature I am, people seeing uncivilized and aggressive on me, Oof. it's just a hilarious situation. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely how I would describe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, th- this this is definitely a um, a special brew. Um, I think this is. This is good shit. So, cheers to you, my friend, for uh, you know trafficking this across straight li- state lines. Yeah. Absolutely, holding it down, holding it down, and, and and making this Pittsburgh takeover BTBT possible. Yeah. yeah. And now, I, now, now, if I, if possible, I'd like to shoot a couple of questions off. Go for it. Uh-oh. All right. I, I was like, Lightning we, round. We can do this. We can do this. You know, throughout the rest of the podcast. Sure. Favorite brewery in Pittsburgh. Favorite brewery Ooh. in Pittsburgh. So fatheads can't count because it's officially brewed outside. Mm-hmm. As unfortunate as that is. Uh, right now, it's probably... I really, I remember really liking Roundabout Spears. Okay. Um, which we haven't spoken about. Which we have Yeah, they're not... I didn't yeah. I didn't get any from them. I don't think they do cans yet. Okay. Or are are they new? Or? No, they've been around. But again, so the thing is that... So a lot of Pittsburgh breweries have been around a while. In the last couple... I mean, in the last five years around mm-hmm, a while, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But only a handful have really gotten the bottling canning down. Um, so it's mostly you have to be in town. Well, it, okay. it costs a lot of money to can. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. just I'm not discounting that. Yeah, but I'm saying like a lot of them recognize they can make money easily, mm-hmm. just being at every bar in town, because that's where we go to drink. And that's really interesting. I think like the environment might be slightly different. Where I think it's like, you know, you want to go drinking, you go out, you drink. And in, in New York, it might be a little different. You have all these different people coming through. Where it's like you need cans to survive. Yep. Whereas in, it sounds me, like it's, it's only starting to be that way in Pittsburgh. There's right. like Brew Gentlemen we were talking about briefly earlier. Yeah, uh, they have tons of one-off bottles and releases and cans and all this, or maybe it's just bottles. To be fair, uh, but they do crazy special beers, right? Mm-hmm. And they get the same kind of. Uh, <laughs> This man is loving that beer. Mm-hmm. He's loving his beer right I now. I am enjoying. I don't I'm know if enjoying it's a good thing beer. or a bad thing. This is not a video podcast. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that might be coming next. That might be coming next. You don't know. But uh, No, but seriously, like, so Brew Gentleman gets a lot of clout for that. They are super respected in the area for mm-hmm. their releases. Um, it's not quite other half level, but it's getting there. Right. Um, you know, and Dancing Gnome also gets a really good show for when they do releases as well. So I was really happy to have my friend Jenny hook me up with these. Yeah. Because I wasn't there that day. Shout um, out, shout out, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, like you're slowly starting to see the places that can that have already you know adopted that. They're getting that scene, that that underground can scene coming in. Um, it's bound to happen. I mean, I, it, it, it's just, it just happen, has to. Yeah. But okay. but yeah, roundabouts kind of like the. I don't know they're like. I, and I actually still haven't been to Iconic, but the way you guys talk about it, it's kind of that quiet one. You would that like does Iconic. really good stuff. I, do you I, know what I mean? Iconic, you have a mu- as much room as we do on this table right now. Yeah, but um, it's it's it. They, they're doing a lot of interesting things. I really like Iconic. I like. I, I their, need to get up there. Soon. Shout out to Bruno Daddy. Yeah, I, I mean, shout out to the whole crew. I like the backstory. 
you know, um, uh, local. I think that was the first podcast you hopped on, actually. It was. Um, you know, local Astoria guys grew up friends. Um, they opened up the brewery. It's a very small tap room, but the flavors are really unique and complex. I don't think you see them in enough places. Yeah. But um, I think you would like them. I think especially like 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 I mentioned in the last show, like the flavor spectrum that you seem to gravitate to. They they have beers, and that's what's great about them. They have really juicy, nice IPAs mm-hmm. uh, for the hopheads, but they have those those more tart sour beers and and saisons and and they they push the envelope with their flavors and I really enjoyed them. I, I think you enjoyed them as well, yeah. right, Justin? Also, some hip hop dudes in that crew, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all day. All day. All day. So 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 second question. Go for it. If your favorite place to drink there, and then let's caveat this and say somebody visiting Pittsburgh, you have one place to send them, where would you send them? Ooh, that's a good one. So you can't go anywhere else. You're just saying, Where should I go in Pittsburgh? I'm in town one night. One night. Where do they go, Perry? Yeah. See, I'm one of those guys because I've, and I'm not trying to sound cool, but I've traveled a lot, right? So yes. I have genres of nights out. <laughs> you know? he, he already are, sounds are you, cool. Are you, are, you, uh, are, you, are you looking for cocktails? Are you looking for beer? I'm assuming beer here. Let, 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 a beer guy. Let, 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 let's keep it with beer. I'm just yeah. saying, like, because Pittsburgh has a very different, it's uh, finally got and, and a to take it a step, of places to do that now. And a step further, let, let's obviously, let's keep it a craft beer. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I mean, it's hard for me not to say Fat Heads because, you know, 42 taps... Tons of great food. That's crazy. It's 42. Like, just, it's just a comfortable place to go. You know Close, what I mean? Closes early, though. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, what's it, early for you guys? Like, how, well, how early is it closed? It's closed by midnight. It's closed around, by midnight. Yeah, they're usually done around midnight. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, if I'm drinking good beer and I'm not going out, mm. that's fine with me. Okay. So I guess, I guess Fatheads, if you have an early flight in the morning, it's Fatheads. But what if you have... Your flight's not leaving till like late afternoon the next day. Would it still be Fatheads, or would it be somewhere? Would it be Fatheads in some other place? Well, where if, would you you get, if you can get happy hour, actually, Fatheads beers they do a happy hour of their beers from four to six. What is that bar on Liberty and Bloomfield? Uh, Caliente. Caliente. So Caliente is an interesting. I was actually there the other night. Yeah. They always have an amazing selection. They do. They're they're interesting in the fact that they tend to pull stuff from Philly that yeah. we don't get. Yeah. So they're kind of a gray market bar, which is, mm. hey, if you can get stuff I can't get, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so so that's my vote because they're they're open till two. Yeah, they're open later. I mean, yeah. Fatheads on the weekends, if it's not stupid, sometimes they'll stick around, but mm. it's not always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Caliente is interesting because in the beer scene, they bring a lot of great stuff in, and they're well respected for that. But they're also kind of playing with the they're playing fast and loose. So some people are like. Just be legit like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, um, sometimes fast and loose is the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I said, I've had great stuff because of there. So I'm not knocking it. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. So um, I noticed my glass empty is empty. Justin, I think yours is just about empty. Perry, yours yeah. is about that. We're about to move on. And, and for this next one, again, we're, we're revisiting an earlier we're, segment we're, of the show. We're going back to, back hitch- to we're Hitchhiker. We're hiking back to Hitchhiker. Put that thumb up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like the name. Yeah, like for some reason when I when I saw the name I, in the back of my head it was like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But um I'm excited to try this. Um so what can you tell us about this particular beer? Like what what are your what were your initial thoughts around what we're about to drink? So I just had a I just had a taster at beer camp when I was home for Thanksgiving. Um 
I thought it was insanely smooth. When when you say beer camp, can you elaborate for our listeners? Yeah, beer camp is the the group of friends I had, still have, should say, uh, that do the beer shares at at Fatheads, um, like every Saturday. Are they still doing it? Here and there, it's it's broken up a bit, unfortunately, over the years. Um, But as a as a whole, yeah, we would you know we try to embrace whatever's if people are on travel, bringing stuff out. We bring it back, which is why I was happy to bring a bunch back for New York. You know, to share share the wealth, if you will. It's your new home away from home. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's, you know, like I said, Fatheads is definitely a center, like many of the other really good beer bars in Pittsburgh, just okay. for people into good beer. And that was the beauty of being part of that group when I was. Okay. Yeah. Now, no, no, no. Best... Let's take it a little bit lower class. Let's talk about the best dive bar. Best place that you're going to go drink a beer for a dollar. I got to say it's tricky because I didn't drink beer there, but I always loved uh, Kopi's. Southside. Do you know Kobe's? Kobe's? Yeah, I, know I mean, like, like I said, I, it was hard for me to leave, right? When you got all that convenience, it's oh. it's too easy not to leave. Yeah, I, I didn't feel welcome in there sometimes. I can understand that. <laughs> but you know what? They always yeah. had the Penguins game on. They did. And they always had super cheap drinks for cash only. Yeah. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Lou for bringing <laughs> my black that's, ass that's, up in there. That's where I saw Lou last, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, Kobe's is a solid, just like, divey bar that way. Okay. Um, I think, I, I don't know. Uh, it's another place where I know the owner doesn't necessarily like me, but like Goosey's. Goosey's is a solid place. Wait, wait, why does, like why a, doesn't like the owner man. like you? The, 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 well, the, the, the owner doesn't, like he has some real uh, conservative Republican opinions. Gotcha. Uh, shout out to Marcus. Yeah, 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 Gooskies. Gooskies. But to be fair, though, I don't go there a lot because it was having some Nazi a, problems a, right now. I, don't I had to you know cross the river, you know, like yeah. that's Pittsburgh. Did you say having some Nazi having, problems? They're having some real Nazi problems right now. That's Speaking of Nazi, yeah. I just bought Wolfenstein Two, the new Colossus for <laughs> Xbox One. I can't wait to play that shit. I got that on Black Friday, twenty dollar deal off. I mean, you're just killing Nazis all day, right? I'm all like, about it's a big that. Big day, big day. But uh, Crisis on Earth X, they're also killing Nazis. But right? for real though, like. I yeah. would always recommend Gooskies to people that asked about a dive bar mm-hmm. because it is one of the, by definition, good dive bars in the city. Yeah, and you can smoke in there. Like, I, I think that's the thing They're that gets lost yeah, in, that, in, in, in New York here. Like, you can smoke cigarettes in there. Yeah, and yeah. to be fair, I love that that's true, actually, about moving up here, is that yeah. that exception that's in Pittsburgh is not here. Yeah. And, like, I don't have to come home and immediately wash something. Some, some clothes. But, like, like, Ruggers is another fun bar on the south side. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, is still smoking. And oh, yeah. yeah, if you're if you're feeling that vibe, it's there. It's, it's there. there. But but I, I I will say um, there's a bar on on uh, Liberty mm-hmm. that uh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> they have smoking there too, and I I like that bar. It's it's right. No no, it's not. It's not Liberty. It's Penn and Maine. It's right there. You're not talking about uh It's right Brillo's next to the Sure Save. Sure Save. It's right next to the Sure Save. Oh. I thought Penn and Maine was Brillo. Liberty and Maine. Liberty and Maine. Uh, can't think of it. I don't go up that it's way. It's across that the street from that Bloomfield Bridge Tavern. I'm just waiting for you to say it from that place that used oh. to be that other place. 
Because that's how we roll. Fuck. In Pittsburgh, directions aren't where this place is. Fuck. It's next to the place that used, used to, to be, be a thing. Place. Yeah, yeah. That's how we explain things in Pittsburgh. It's hilarious. You can smoke in there. I like this. I like this place. Shout out to my man Fiend that's always at the bar there. So, oh. no, I know BBT is closing, by the way. That BBT. Yeah. Which is hilarious because Pittsburgh has a couple BBTs. Yeah. Shout out to the other Bloomfield BBT. Bridge Tavern. Birmingham Bridge Tavern. Fucking Great Wings. Great Wings. Shout out to uh, uh, the, the the drum and bass night that, that's like 20 years old. It's going to end because of that. Excuse me. And they used to have a dollar beer night, but but their dollar beer night was all skunked beers. Like like dudes would come in there oh, and they'd yeah, be yeah. like, it's it legendary for having skunked oh, beer. Oh, yeah. It was a cooler of stuff yeah. you were just hoping wasn't shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So j- just to cut in for a second, what do you guys think of this beer that we're having right now? The uh, Mersine Double IPA from Hitchhiker. I love the hop profile. It's it's rich. It's, rich. it's solid. It's dry enough that you're not like, ah, where did all the hops go? But it's it's not so hot forward that you're like, I can't have anything else tonight. So I think you really hit it on the head when you're like, this is smooth. And, you know, you said it's smooth. And I look at it, it's like 8.4%. I'm like, okay, you know, I've had smooth beers that high ABV, but is it really smooth? And for 8.4, this is a very smooth diaper. Very, oh, yeah, very you're, not, you're not tasting yeah, any you, alcohol. You don't know that this is what it is yeah. until you're drunk afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah I mean, fun, that's fun that we're having it this late, right? Yeah. Because it's... Well, I, I was trying to make us taste everything. I knew we were going to get fucked up, so... yeah. Well, I mean, you it's can, beer today, beer tomorrow. To help us out here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would have guessed six five, six seven. I would have said conservatively. Yeah. You know, eight four. I mean, it's really well done. It's really masked well. Yeah, you don't well. taste the booze at all. It's great, and it's delicious. This is. I actually like this more than the the previous one we had. Yeah. So I actually had a bunch of friends. So I think these, if I if I'm understanding right, because I obviously I'm not in town, just kind of seeing you know through social media. These were the first two cans I believe they put out. Maybe they had one or two in between, but these are the first two big ones they put out. And the first one was what they kind of let off with. And a lot of people were actually kind of disappointed because that's something you can get on tap all the time there. And they were like, why are you leading off a can release with something I can walk in any day? Right? Like Because it's a staple. But <laughs> but why not do something crazy right? or rare or one-off or anything? Absolutely. And just make people want to come by, right? I mean, if you're giving somebody something in a can that you can get any day, cool, I can take it What's home. What's the appeal? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't drive you to go versus just being like, oh, cool, I can take it home tonight. This one's a little more rare, I believe, so that was kind of like starting to push the envelope. And they just did a Goza, which I'm so mad I didn't have a chance to grab before I left, which sounded awesome. So at the risk of, of sounding like a total idiot, does anyone know what Mersine means? I don't. I think that's a that's a town, right? It's a, it's a city. Maybe France. I, I would love to know what the be, the 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 genesis of that name. Let's 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 ask Google. I'm I thinking it's a it's Google a that shit. Yeah, I, I trust in Google. I in Google we trust, right? It's the lexicon now. I mean, you Google shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, th- th- this beer, um, this is really good. Th- th- this is no, um. Don't, don't don't make me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Justin. We're, we're doing this podcast in his crib today. Myrcene is an olefen, olefenic natural organic hydrocarbon. There you go. That's some chemistry ass shit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> These dudes are dropping knowledge right now. Uh, 
Um, it's used in fragrance and flavor in- industry. So I think that it's just like a flavor. All right. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense because this is a very robust double IPA. I mean, there's a lot of flavors. There's a lot, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. I mean, your olfactory senses are kind of like, you know, off the, off the charts a little because there, there is a lot going on here. That's sure. I mean, it's super flavorful, like I said. Like, yeah, it's herbally, you, you it's spicy. Taste, you don't taste the booze so much, even though it's subtly there. Oh, the booze is there. That's what I'm saying. But, but you don't taste it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't overpower what what is good about the beer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I feel like if people in New York, the average craft beer person in New York, like I, I think if they knew of this beer, mm-hmm. um, they would they would be all about it. They, they would be like, you know, gravitate. we... We we would want to get some of this. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that's what I'm saying. That's the beauty. Like Pittsburgh scene is just as well, deep. Where can where can Pittsburgh beers be gotten in New York? I don't know that there's many coming up yeah. here. Now. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, there was a BTBT a, podcast. That's yeah. right. Um, there was a brewery. It's not Pittsburgh based, but there's a Pennsylvania brewery that uh, I saw when I was up here in February, and I don't know if it was just a one off. I was at a proletariat, and they had a handful of their beers on. They do some great stuff, and they're also showing up in Pittsburgh. But I don't like I said. I'm not sure if it was a one-off or if mm-hmm. they actually come up to town all the time. Okay, but yeah, but, but also Pennsylvania's should... got a lot more. Like, just like anywhere, right? You got to decide to enter a market. New York's a obviously huge like market, quadruple or plus. Even if you're going to be selective about who you distribute to mm-hmm. to enter this kind of market, I, I think that it's just going to get bigger. I also want to say, going back to Mersine, uh, one of the first results when, when searching for Mersine is the powerful terpene that can kill cancer. Really? So maybe drinking beer can cure cancer. Well, um, I think I don't know if I believe all that, but hey, you know, they're, 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 there's a thing and, and you can well, read about it. There, there are certain compounds within hops that could, but I mean, you would have to consume them at extraordinary levels okay but i think you know in the beer scene like they're working more towards trying you know to to to, to express whatever health benefits i mean they are related to marijuana yes of course has, which justin pitts has never done in his never life done in my life yeah but does have but he hears but it's fantastic medicinal fantastic. purposes obviously <laughs> if if half the states have bothered right yeah so. no there's medicinal purposes for okay, sure so perry perry next question keep going I'm visiting Pittsburgh and I'm trying to meet a person of the opposite sex, whether I'm a lady or a man, trying to meet a lady or a man, where would I go? Where where, where would you send people? So to... to, I will will first answer this question. Can Um, I clarify the question? Yeah. If you're looking to get it in, where in Pittsburgh, (laughs) where in Pittsburgh do you go? Go ahead, clarify now. I mean, so 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 I I was a Ville guy. I was a Lawrenceville guy. I I think that you got to go check out my man Lou and at the Brillo Box because I think they like they don't have the it's not huge, but I think they have a good selection of beers there. They do. No, they always have they, solid they, stuff they, on. They, 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 and they yeah. got shows like every other night, basically. Yeah. So I think you got to go check out my man Lou. Shout out to Janessa as well. Lou and Janessa, they now own the place. Go check that bar out, the Brillo Box. Yeah, Brillo, Brillo's Penny a great spot. It's Absolutely. a great spot. It's a great spot, and, and you want to go there. The second spot, I mean, there's good beer there. The second spot I go, you go check out my man Joy at Belvedere's. Belvedere's? Belvedere's, is, especially if it's 90s night. It's rotated it's 90s a lot, night. though. 
don't yeah. know if you know about that. Well, well, a well, lot, of, a lot a, of changes recently. Well, well, I was I was there when they shut down. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. They, that's there. what I'm saying. They, but I'm saying they've reopened yeah. since. It's it's a little different, but it's cool. They they've been doing a lot of cool stuff there recently. Apparently, I, I will show. I will I will tell a story of the night that they shut down. I think I think I was there the last night they shut down. Um, it was the Black Friday. Okay. Right before I left, so so I left in a. Uh, maybe the Black Friday. I think. Well, may, maybe. I can't remember. Anyways, I showed up there, and it was a jungle night. So, so jungle is a kind of uh, music where everything is very repetitive. All the the, the the drum structure is the same. Yep. And so I'm there, and I'm chilling, and all of a sudden, like cops start coming through, like they're they're uniforms, 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 uniforms. Five, six, seven cops, and I'm like, okay. The cops in here. I'm like, um, I, I'm fucked up, but uh, I'm on. I'm fucked up on shit that I've, you know, like I'm just fucked up on shit. I've never done anything except drink in my whole life. In my whole life, I've never done. <laughs> never done anything so, with drink again. My whole life. Again, all right. To make you more comfortable, let, let's let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same disclaimer. This is a media entertainment outlet, and you don't know if we're talking about stunt drugs or not. And please continue with the yeah. story about you being on drugs. So, 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 so those seven cops come through, and then all of a sudden, they're plain clothes cops coming through, and I'm just like, "What's going on here?" And so, so what they caught them on was a a occupation uh, a violation, and and, and it what? wasn't it oh, wasn't like it wasn't crowded. In the yeah, back. yeah, it, it it was not crowded in there at all. That's crazy. And, and occupation and violation. It's an, it an occupation violation, and and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? It sounds like a really shitty hip hop song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> occupation <laughs> violation. Yeah, and and so I mean, I mean, I mean, shout out to Joy. I, I think they just, I think they reopened they within the past again. year. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I heard they totally remodeled. Yeah, I don't. I only vaguely remember the old version, so I can't really speak to that. But yeah, yeah. But, but but you go to '90s night there. That, that's cool. I also take you uh, uh, a little bit farther down. Remedy Anthony, great dude. I think that's a good bar. Very cheap. Also, New Amsterdam. I think they they have some okay beers, but great DJs. Yeah, great yeah. DJs there. No, they they try to put good stuff on there. I've been there a handful of times since I got yeah. back. So, what do you classify as okay beers? Not Yingling. <laughs> so, so, so a step above Yingling and also maybe a step above Sierra Nevada. So, like, so, so you have to have some yeah. craft for, either, for what it's something worth. Local, yeah. Something local. Something local. Okay. And or. I mean, something local people want to drink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And not to say that there's... Like, obviously. Well, for what it's worth, I think Yingling is better than Coors, Miller, and Bud. Well, yeah. 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 Pen Pennsylvania, like, I remember reading about it. It's about this, it, though. Or but hearing about it, like, I heard, and it's weird because I'm here now and I don't see it at all. But before I moved here, I was told that Yingling was if you ask for a lager, that's what you got. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of badass. Like that's yeah. you know that's a Pennsylvania thing that apparently is like a New York standard. Yeah. And yet I'm here now and I don't see it so much. Which I'm you know it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was like, that's kind of cool sounding. Yeah, I mean you don't you don't see Yingling all Dick that Yingling much. Yingling fucking sucks. Like like I mean that guy. Well, yeah, you know, Trump, no, I feel Trump bad Trump because yeah. that was what I drank. All through college and all yeah. through. So wait, I'm not aware. He, he's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. Yeah, he, he's a Trump guy. He's a Trump guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know, you want to get political on the show, like you, 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 that's that's why I avoid it. It's easier to do that than it is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think is politics. It, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think politics suck on every so uh, every, every side is. you're on. I, I think they. Well, no, I, I think that Trump sucks more than every motherfucker. Trump <laughs> Trump yeah. sucks more 
But I yeah. think like ninety five percent of politicians are just bought out corporate owned pieces of shit. That's fine, but like yo. But more, Trump more, is the worst. Don't get me wrong. Trump they, is the they, worst. Are they grabbing people by the pussy? No. That's what you got to But But Justin, how do you know that, that, that that's not fake news? How do you know that tape wasn't doctored? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it this way. The rest of those motherfuckers get a vote. That guy gets the pen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to... We, we can put a whole show about being political. Um, I, you know... I'll say this though, when Trump was campaigning, I was laughing at his shit. I'm like, this is really funny. I can't believe this is happening. He's not going to go anywhere. Shows yeah. what I know, right? Wait, no, no. I, I sat there at work and I was just like, I think this guy's going to win. So I, I had friends yeah. from Latvia tell me that shit. So yeah, I get it. Win. Yeah, yeah. He's going to win. I mean, I, I just don't under. I mean, I just feel. I don't know. I, that's another show. Yeah. I, I, we, that's we should stop time. this before the barley wine because it's going to get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all I yeah. can say is, look, gr- grabbing women by the pussy unless they've explicitly Told given you, you their permission yeah. to do that is not a good thing. Not a good thing. Uh, and let's just let's just keep it moving with the beer. Maybe we'll do a politics show one day. I'm not a big pol- mm. I'm not a good, you know. I, I, you got to be know, drinking with some politicians. Though. You tell you talk to me about politics. I, I'll just go right. Let's throw on some immortal technique. Like that's that's the way I feel oh, about man. it. I mean, I mean, that guy is left of left. Yeah, he's super he's left. left of left. Yeah, I think it would be fun to bring in some New York politicians for a beer night. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, well, listen. I, 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 like we want to hear their their stance, right? Right. Four beers later, let's really, let's really hear. It. hear it. Well, here's the thing, right? So <laughs> I, I've said this before. <laughs> I, I've said this before on the show, like 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 the way the show is evolving and the way it, it, it's craft beer is the conduit to life. So craft beer is always part of the equation and it's always going to be at the forefront. But you don't necessarily we don't necessarily need to have brewers, sales reps. You know, we, anyone who who appreciates craft beer can come on the show, provided that the only rule we have we're uncensored, unfiltered. Talk about whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Uh, but you have to have a beer when you're on the show. And most likely, you have to have multiple. So, we, you know, we'd love to have anybody on. I'll bring politicians on here. I'll debate these motherfuckers all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we put anything from strippers, politicians. We put yeah, Jesus freaks, I everybody. Put, I put motherfuckers. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so, so next Perry question. Keep it going. Perry's, keep it, keep Perry, it question. Perry's repping hard for Pittsburgh Man, right now. I'm like, I'm like... Fourth, what is it? Third degree, not fourth degree. So, so, like so wait, wait, can, can I just, um, just, yeah, just kind of, so do you, um, so how far back, just, just random inquiry, how yeah. far back did your Pittsburgh lineage go? Like, like, were your parents born in Pittsburgh? Parents were born there. Okay. Uh, but my grandparents were not. Okay. But you're, you're a second generation Pittsburgh dude. Yeah, yeah. Were you always in the same part of Pittsburgh or did you guys move around? So, my family's actually spread throughout the city, um, as it were, but, yeah, most of my family is still in the Pittsburgh area. Got a handful throughout the country, which is cool. Okay. I'd love to go say hey, and you know, they're in good cities as well. But uh, yeah, most of my family stuck around. So what made you make that move from Pittsburgh to New York? Honestly, it was a mix of my travels and just being a city person all the way. And, and just to clarify for our audience who most likely... Obviously, may may not know, but you you were very well traveled. I mean, you you spent time in Europe, I and mean, you spent time all over the world. Iraq. But... He was in Iraq. Yeah. I uh, so yeah. Fifty seven so, Ave. Well, what? So I spent <laughs> I spent a few months in Iraq for work uh, back in around twenty ten. How how was that? It was it's kind of intense. And most yeah. importantly, what's the Iraqi craft beer scene like? <laughs> <laughs> so 
ironically enough, while I was on the base uh, in Iraq, it was dry. Unless you were on the British part. Really? Yeah. And I never made it to the British part. So I was dry. <laughs> uh, do you know what, what the British part had? Was it a what? You, did you have to go far to go to the British part? No, I mean, it's just it was just portions of the base. Like, you had to go to certain, like, areas. Okay. Um, but yeah, you had to be invited into the, you know what I mean? Like, not bars, but they're, like, defects or whatever they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, yeah, essentially, I spent a solid three months just not drinking. Uh, wow. And because I mean, if you know this guy, if you follow him on Swarm, like this is a man that that, that drinks a good <laughs> bit, there, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that was probably the longest of my life to mm. to this day. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, it was it was an interesting change of pace. I worked twelve hours a day, seven days a week. Wow, wow. the whole and time you were in Iraq. Yeah, no break. You didn't have one day off. No, you don't. You don't get days off if you're if you're contracting. Mm-hmm. You're there for a reason. You do your job. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was, how, what was what was it like for you? Just, I mean, just from an emotional standpoint, how what was that like? Just being there, knowing you're in the middle of a war torn. So I mean, it was interesting because you're on a base, right? And yeah. so that's that's a little more stable, right? Like sure. you're in a place that you know that is protected and all this. It wasn't so bad, to be honest. Uh, a lot of people actually joked that we might as well have been in Texas, right? It's kind of deserty. It's really hot. Mm. Kind of sucks. All right, cool. Yeah, we're in Texas. Some stuff went down, not going to lie, you know, whatever. But generally speaking, it was just like being in the middle of Texas. Is, is, there, anything, army base. is there anything that went down that you're at liberty to speak about? Well, I mean, I don't know if anything was secret, but there was attacks while I was there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're a target. You're an American base. Shit so we're like, while it was happening, we were just like, what the fuck? Like, Basically, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. You hear a siren and you run and that's what you do. Like, like anybody would. Really, right. Of course. You know? uh, but yeah, like. You poor bastard and no beer. Yeah, Under beer, attack and no beer. The, the, I feel so bad for Actually, you. it was funny because to me, uh, the first like week I was there, I dreamt about beer. <laughs> and I was like, man. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I have a problem or I just really love beer. Both yeah. maybe? Yeah. So so when you're time, I mean, so I think. I, yeah, I we, finished up. I did my like three months there. I got home. And I so went it, it was three months and, and that was it, right? Roughly about three months, okay. yeah, yeah. And then you came, you went back to Pittsburgh? I went back to Pittsburgh. Okay, so tell us about that first night back in Pittsburgh. Oh, I mean, it wasn't the first night, it was the first month. <laughs> I was like, uh, here's all my friends and here's all the beers, go. Like, nice. I, I'm sure you made a ton of money while you were there. Oh, it did not hurt my uh, financial situation. <laughs> it, it, it certainly helped with my European travels thereafter, not okay. going to lie. Okay. Um, but yeah, because you you took some not to jump in, but you you took time. I, I I'm assuming in the timeline, relatively shortly after that, you took time to just travel and just live so, life, right? And so just... actually, not exactly. I I finished my time in Iraq, mm-hmm. and I went right back to work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just I'm back, whatever. And about a year later, I decided to take some time off. And yeah, I went to Europe. Spent almost two years there. Wow. Partly because of. The uh, financial benefits, right, right. Um, so, did, did but you? But in that two years, I didn't work at all. Did you feel that it was just time to do that because it was time to do that, or did you feel like maybe you know you were just kind of burnt out? Like, because I could imagine working in Iraq, just all of us go to work, all of us kind of feel kind of stress and pressure. Yeah. But very few of us feel okay. You know, your stress and pressure is okay. Your 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 boss wants this done by the by. Eight. It's not necessarily like insurgency might rise up on the base and just blow right. the shit up, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, so it was kind of in between for me. Uh, 
the stuff I was doing there wasn't critical timing. It was about getting it right, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Uh, so at the end of the day, like we did our job. Things worked. I came home. Um, but for me coming back, it was more about realizing that I'd always wanted to leave Pittsburgh, not because I don't like it, but because I needed, you know, you need a change at some point in your life. Of course. Uh, Pittsburgh is great, but I mean, you know, Queens all day. <laughs> and I'm still not there, by the way. Uh, you need to come. So, so you, you, we, we need I've, to do I've a seen, Queens brewery spent, tour, I've, by the way. I'm down. Just to say, though, I spent a weekend in Astoria. Well, we gotta. Right. We'll, we'll get I've, him I've, out to Pittsburgh, I've, though. We yeah, can get him we, out to Pittsburgh. We do need like to, Pittsburgh. We need to drag him down for a weekend. Yeah. I would be that, so down gonna, to do crossover gonna, episodes. We'll do a Queens. I grew up in a story, by the way, so yeah. I would love to do we're, Queens. We're gonna break this device <laughs> in Pittsburgh. It's gonna be so hot. I, I, I'm down to go to Pittsburgh. I am down to go to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh doesn't seem like it's. Um, very expensive trip like i I feel like i always like to argue and you can see it anyway like there's many ways to look at it but i always like to argue that pittsburgh is a microcosm of new york in a way tons of neighborhoods super diverse super Mm -hmm. distinct much like new york Mm -hmm. right and it's not the scale of course that's what i'm saying microcosm Right, right right but if you really look at it you have a lot of this like this area is that this area is that but you have a ton of fun no matter where you are yeah. Nice. And if you're into that and you find the right places, as we've already discussed, there's a lot. I, I, of yeah, yeah, places, sure. You can make it a hell of a fucking weekend. Is, is there still a like significant like German communities in Pittsburgh? Yeah, Deutschtown on the north side. Really? And and does it, I mean we we spoke exclusively south side. Are there any good beer joints on the north side? Yeah. So there's so the north- there's a bre- there's a good brewery there, uh, Allegheny City Brewing. Yeah. So uh-huh. so what we can do is, um, you a Mets guy? You're Met, a Mets guy. Mets, yeah, let's go Mets. You're a Mets baby. guy. You're a Mets guy. So, so, so they're, so they're going to go to the, PNC Park. We're going to go to the best park in the in in the league in the league <laughs> in Pittsburgh. And, and I do that, hear good things about the park. <laughs> and that's on the north side. That's on the north shore. That's on the north shore. It's on the north shore, but the north side proper. But the north shore is its own little neighborhood. If that own, makes sense. Yeah. So we 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 can do that, and we'll take you to a Pirates game. Okay. With Listen. The so can, you know what has good beers on the north side is that tavern. I don't. This been just so far. Now. It all just goes like, in doubt. Yeah. So how do you, how do you pronounce? So ha- I know you guys are surrounded by three major They're rivers, closing, right? Actually, I know what you're talking about the the yeah. o, the Ohio, the Allegheny, and then how do you pronounce the other one? The, Monongahela. The, Monongahela, right? And they all meet in downtown Mon, Pittsburgh, yeah, they, right? They call it the Mon, right? They, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but you guys, Mon, but you guys, and we haven't talked on it, but you, uh, spoken about it. But you guys also have the Carnegie Museum of Natural History, the Carnegie okay. Museum of well, Art, Carnegie, everything, basically, and, and the Fifth. Because he lived there before he passed. Right. Yeah. And like, just like there's Carnegie Hall, it's interesting because here you say it differently than we do. Well, how do you guys say it? Carnegie. And how do we say it? Carnegie. Well, I mean, it's New York. Yeah, <laughs> but it's funny, right? It's the same guy, same reason. Same guy, same reason. Yeah, it's, and, like, it's like some shit. Like, like you come here and people are like, "Yo, I'm 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 going to fucking Houston. I mean, going to Houston. I'm going to Houston." Yeah, yeah, no. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You gotta I, be like, you be like, "Yo, don't get fucked up." Yep. 
it's Houston. Well, that's how, you, Houston. That, that's how you know who's from New York or not. Yeah, if you're like, I'm no, going I, to Houston I, Street, you're like, yeah, yeah where are you I from? I made that mistake like early in my my. Yeah, people here. are just like, where are you yeah. from? And I immediately learned. They were like, no, 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 it's Houston. Right. And yeah. I was like, all right, learned. And you got, you guys, you guys. I did that. Someone had to, like, I grew up here, here, but I never went to, like, Houston. But you guys also have the uh, the Phipps Conservatory. Do you know Chihuly? Weddings. Chihuly? He's a glass worker. No. Uh, So if you look at Chihuly, it's uh, crazy glass pieces, artworks. Yeah. And so during many holidays, he imports and brings crazy pieces that fit in with all the flora. No shit. No it's, shit. It's a beautiful thing. So, so, so Phipps is a place where I've been to multiple weddings, and I saw the stink bug. Right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Stink well, flower. Stink flower. Well, stink Pitts- bug or flower? Pittsburgh's got the stink bug, too, but yeah. Yeah, stink flowers. <laughs> stink flower. It, it was in New York after that happened, but uh, yeah, like I, I, I've, had, I've had many good times at Phipps Conservatory. I'm trying to think about like, like things that I would recommend to a person coming to Pittsburgh since it's, you know, try to make this all un- yeah. encompassing. And I think that we've done a good job. We've said Fathead. Yep. We've said, uh, um, the place across the street. Well, don't forget though. Um, um, Piper's. Piper's. But if you're we've talking about, if we're talking about non-alcohol, like we just were with Phipps, mm. National Aviary, the National Aviary is in yeah. Pittsburgh. Then you're right. You're right. Like, you're if right. you're at all into the birds, you're all into birds, we literally have the national area. It's a beautiful space. And I think yeah. it's fair to say that, for myself, I take care of birds like an animal doctor. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is some rat um, shit. This is some rat, uh, rat shit. Yeah, this is some bank <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> um, and you guys also, uh, you mentioned the you know, botanical gardens. Um, and then in the North Shore neighborhood, you guys have the Andy, Andy Woolhor. Oh my Andy God, Warhol. Andy Warhol, uh, who's drunk, not me. Andy Warhol Museum, Heinz Field, and of course PNC Park. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of shit going on so, 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 in Pittsburgh. Warhol definitely spent a lot of time here. Obviously, like the New York yeah. part of his life is well documented. Sure. He was a Pittsburgher, and like again, buried there. Right. He's a he's a well known Pittsburgh representative. He is. But at the same time, he fucking rocked out in in New York. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel that's kind of like he was, his roots were Pittsburgh, but where he made it, it was, it was in New York. Yeah, I I want to give a big shout out to my man, uh, B-Bonics. He's a DJ for uh, Wiz Khalifa, a longtime friend of mine, and he he used to live on 367 Chesterfield, um, not Chesterfield, Atwood Street in Oakland, where, where, where he used to live. Like a a lot of people have lived there um, that I know, shout out to Dan Dabber. As well, uh, my man Gerald Rama, he, he used to live up there as well. Like that, that is a very famous spot. That is, you know, motherfuckers get fucked up there. Like I'm, I'm sure probably like tonight, talking, right talking, now. Talking Atwood, that shit's going down. Shit is going down, and, and it was a major party almost, spot. A jingling, almost the end of season though. Yeah, it is. It is almost everybody's almost going home. But shout out to a jingling chocolate car, like Sheltonham kids. Uh, People, people used to get fucked up there, and I, and I'm certain that that you know you're probably paying three hundred, four hundred dollars rent there. Your apartment's kind of shitty, but you probably, you know, you live in an apartment. It's working that, for the right ways. Yeah, you live in an apartment that Warhol used to live in, and that's pretty cool. That, that's very cool. That is that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I shot Andy Warhol. Yeah, yeah. Um, so guys, I mean, I think we're almost ready. For that barley wine. To move on to the final 
Yeah. Part of our night. Um, yeah, barley just, wine. So I'm going to get the barley wine. I, I also, we're going to talk about the barley wine, but I have, you know, like some word association mm-hmm. from Perry. That's going to happen really? as well. Yes. Really? This is yes. going to get ridiculous. I can okay. tell. Is the first word vagina? <laughs> no. So Justin's going to get the barley wine. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're getting deep into the Pittsburgh ethos tonight. Um, I think you guys do some good craft beer. Everything I've had tonight has been enjoyable. Everything I've had tonight, I would like to have again. Some I'd like more than others, obviously, but... Yeah. And, and so I, solid. And I brought a tiny fraction. Yeah, I mean, of a little, what the scene is. I feel so bad I didn't have more, to be honest. You guys have like how many craft breweries now? I mean, it's well over thirty, right? It's if you're talking about the region, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that's the tricky part is like, what do you call? Like I said, Pittsburgh proper is tiny, but if you call the region, it's massive. So, I gotta say, I th- this bottle we just broke out, the gratitude. This, this I is, love uh, the way this looks. These guys. So every year, it's a different bird. On the label. Which they, bird is this? I forget the name. It's on. It's a purple bird. It's a barley wine style ale. Um, East End Brewing. Um, let's see. Okay, there's some history on the bottle. Yeah, yeah. So for nearly three years, we've they well, I'll read it verbatim. For nearly three years, we've been working to get you the last installment in our spectrum of gratitude and. Now, it's finally time to share. Of course, we've had a couple of bumps and more than a few distractions along the way. Maybe it's something you can uh, pontificate upon, uh, including the move to our new brewery where this beer was brewed. If you're keeping score at home, this is our seventh gratitude release and the final entry in the spectrum. But gratitude isn't going away. We're just changing to a package that's a little bit easier to pull off. Year after year, and who knows, without all the extra steps, we might even be able to brew a bit more of it each year. Now, if you don't feel you've waited long enough, you can cellar the beer for a few more years to let it gain some more complexity. Or, if, you've, if you're ready now, find a good friend and have at it. You never know what the future may hold. Thanks for waiting, and as always, I hope you enjoy the beer. So, I love the uh packaging of this this is very this is totally not traditional this was one of the last years as they mentioned uh that they actually had people come in and help them bottle it and package it people hand wax this and they weren't part of the company they just came to help out my goal is to get as smashed as possible is that was that what's going to happen right now well if you look at the percentage you're going to be fine okay yeah okay how are you feeling about this barley wine justin I, I I don't know if that I, that I've ever had barley wine before, so so I'm interested. I'm I'm certainly interested. This is going to expand your horizons, that's for sure. Okay. So I'm excited for you. You've never had barley wine before, like I, don't I know am. That I have. I am, and you have plans for tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch some fights. All right, good luck. But I think this is gonna <laughs> be great. I think this is gonna be awesome. I mean, barley wine. I haven't had a barley wine in a while, but barley wine is just. I mean, anyone who says beer isn't diverse, yeah, I, I couldn't think of a more diverse offering amongst the spectrum of beer is barley wine, and I'm. It's, it's a different thing for sure. And yeah, I mean, you, you, we need to be thanking this man for everything, you but especially for this. Thank uh, you, Perry. Yeah, this he's is, this representing is, Pittsburgh this hard is a right now. For the, yeah, how do we? It's a crowd. fucking Pittsburgh takeover. How do we do this? You got you got to just chop that wax off. Yeah. So as we're waiting for for Justin to cut the shit up. I think we should we should do one episode purely barley wine. 
and just might, not schedule might, anything the next day. Finish that night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let me ask you um more Pittsburgh questions right. because we want to also make this episode double function as a travel guide. Absolutely, right? I'm I'm down with that. And I wanted to do some word association, but I, I don't think we'll, may, we'll maybe get through it, even with the barley wine. So, so, so let's so so let's so let's start with Church Brewers. Okay. So, I respect their entrance into the city. Yeah. They so so have, let's let's give a let's give a you know, give yeah, a pref uh, a background a background to so Church Brewers is a a brewery that opened in a prior church. Yeah. So on Liberty Street. Yeah. And they. Do you guys know what denomination it was? Just curious. I don't. We don't. It Catholic used to be, Protestant. It, no, we do not. And, and it used to church be a of church. Satan. It used to be a church, and now it's a brew, brewery, mo- mo- mostly a restaurant. I would say it's it's more of a restaurant, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I respect it because I think it's great that the church failed, but a brewery prospered. Exactly. Uh, I'm all for that. This, this is this is Pittsburgh for you, right? <laughs> yeah. But no, so like they they're a place that is well known beyond yes. Pittsburgh. Beyond Pittsburgh. And they've been around for a long time. A long time, yeah. Yeah. And so, like I said, I have no problem with what they've done. Mm-hmm. But honestly, in the beer scene, Pittsburgh-wide, mm-hmm. they're not they're not tops. Mm. But they are a great place to go if you're in the town. I'll give them that. Yes. It's, it's worth visiting. I, w- I would, But if but you're looking for good beer, that's not where you start. It's not a place I would recommend people go. Yeah. Uh, like, like, unless you're there, you're there for a week and then you tried all the great places out, then maybe go to the. I mean, good now, places. nowadays that the breweries are so good in Pittsburgh, yeah. honestly, yeah. they're not necessary. Just smell that, Justin. For your your barley uh, we, wine, we're popping your barley wine cherry. Just smell that shit. Okay, yeah, it smells good. It's a it's a very unique smell. And oh yeah, barley wine here. Look at that. Oh man, I hope you can hear that. Yeah, let's hold, uh, hold your glass up to the mic so the audience can hear that a little closer. That's beautiful. So, so we're pouring here, but yeah, I, I think that uh, you got Pipers. I, I I agree with Perry in, in that sense that Pipers and and Fatheads are are places to go um, if you're in Lawrenceville, which I think is also a great neighborhood. I think that, you know, the Brillo Box is a great place to go. Um, I like Remedy. I like New Amsterdam. I like Belvedere's as, as, as places to go, to, you know, just to chill out. Like, these are good bars. There's a place called Cure that's also on Butler. It has great meat. Uh, it's a bit more expensive. And I, I think that one thing that we're going to get into is, um, in a little bit here, is um, there, there was a Anthony Bourdain episode recently with Pittsburgh featured and uh, Cure was featured and, and, and a bunch of restaurants. And, and I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I want to, I want to get into that in a little bit, but let, let, let's talk a little bit about this barley wine first. Wait, did, did we, did we factify this? I know I walked away. We have not served, tried it yet. You've been talking, served. I've just, but I heard we were talking about some, some great spots in the city, but if we're yeah. going to talk about good beers in Pittsburgh, I just want to drop, if you're going to be in the city for a day, another great spot to go, whether food or drink-wise, mm-hmm. Smallman Galley. They actually have two locations now, but the original is in the Strip. Mm-hmm. They only serve Pennsylvania beer at a more than reasonable price. And if you've managed to make it to happy hour, 
you're going to regret it in the best of ways. <laughs> okay. Uh, but their idea is that they have startup kitchens, mm-hmm. four of them in the original location, right? That they're hoping to turn into full-on restaurants. Not only is the food amazing there, but the people and the the beers and cocktails available, next level. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. I, I have not been there. I will also recommend a place that doesn't have beer, but um, it's my favorite place and it's very dear to my heart. Blast it's called, me. It's called it's called Salem's and it's a it's a halal place and it's it, it, they have a place and it's on it's on Penn Avenue in 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 in, in Pittsburgh and. I love this place, and and I think that their their tandoori chicken is the best chicken. And God, they, they I have go a, for that they, right they now. Have, by the way, South Bouquet. Salams? Yeah, Salams. Uh, they're like they're on Bouquet. It's like kitchen. Like yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah that yeah, place yeah, is yeah. amazing. Great it's food. Amazing, amazing. They they have a place that, that at least at least it used to be on South Bouquet in in, in Oakland, and the other one, I mean, that, that's it's definitely open. It is in a strip, and yeah, it's on that, Penn I've Avenue. I've been to that one. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I I love these guys, and I think they make great food. There's no alcohol there, but it, it's more cafeteria style. It'll be very yeah. cheap, and it's I, I I have yet to find something like that here. In New York. So totally off topic, completely yeah. off topic. But every time I hear halal, I always think of this tragedy Gaddafi line when he's like spending chips on a halal meal, gripping foul steel. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. I always think of that. But you know what? There's a halal truck that just started to, to post up on my block. Um, I live in Queens, obviously. Queens all day, baby. Um, and like their stuff is really amazing. Like some of the halal stuff, like it's cheap. And when you're drunk. I mean, a halal is like yeah, kosher, right? It doesn't, do it doesn't affect the quality of the food. It's, it's like the Muslim the version away. of kosher, I that's guess. My, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't affect the quality of the food. It's just... A specific treatment of the food. But hang yeah. on, let's but do they, this they, justice. They, they, can we, can, well, gentlemen? Can we do this justice? Wait, can we? I'm sorry. This is a barley wine. This is a special. <laughs> okay. This is a special this endeavor. Is, this well, is definitely. Let me say this before be this. Savored. Let me say this before this happens. And we're gonna be wasted. Okay. So, so <laughs> Salem's Salem's is a place where they slaughter the animals right on site. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that, that's the thing. That but they, they do, do it in a certain way, which makes it halal. Which makes it halal, and, yeah. and it makes it very, it makes it very healthy. Like, like well, to a sense, so to a sense same. that, like, like, like you know that you're not gonna get fucked up on on, on eating some li- some animals, right? So, I, I I think they do a great job there. In and, theory, and like I will, I, I I will rep them dudes for forever. Um. If you want to get halal in New York, like the, the best places that I've found have been about Midtown, and uh, they have African, West African places that are like buffet mm-hmm. joints that, that that you need to check out, um, and I think they do a good job, even a great job. Like slide is and you got a name of a place? That I, I can I can provide them later, but throw it on the blog. Yeah, yeah we'll throw put that on, on the blog. blog. We'll I do will that. throw that yeah. on the blog. When, when but, you're drinking but, Pittsburgh beer and you want, you want a halal meal in New York, where do you go? That's yeah. a niche market right there, right? It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a great niche market. You're not going to get any alcohol there, but... No, you drink your alcohol before and after. You just walk after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you can't but, get alcohol there. You walk 20 feet. I'm sure you can. Absolutely. But at the same time, let's drink this barley wine. Yeah, so I'm excited. I haven't had a barley in a while. And Justin, this is your first barley wine. So first, again, this is, this is cheers be- to Perry. A crazy night. Yeah, Justin, you might not have plans after this, but listen, I need to see Aldo Holloway. Holloway needs to beat that ass. Tonight. And I so need to see Cota. We, we I, might have to buy you some like 
coconut water. After yeah, this. you might need some. <laughs> I'm ch- I, look, I, I'm just going to have dinner with well, my fam the after this. What's the ABV? Oh, I don't oh my God. 12. It doesn't even say. It you doesn't. Can, you can taste the alcohol. It's you can, I mean, it's a barley wine. Yeah. It's a barley wine, so it, it's a big motherfucker. This is um, it's eleven percent. It's eleven percent. So let's go give this its just due, and just like you want to see Aldo, I want to see Cotto go out as a champ as he retires. But let's just let's do this do this drink. It's it's due. So the smell already. I mean, it's oh, I mean, yeah. I I mean, it's hard to even put into words. It feels very chocolatey. Bit, yeah, of, yeah, like, like like kind of chocolatey. It's not malty in that sense, but yeah, chocolatey. It makes sense. It's got that like rich it, it's, richness to it. It, it, it definitely. And, and as you mentioned when you read the full the full on deal on the bottle, it said give it a couple years. Well, yeah. Guess what? I accidentally gave it a few years. Yes, you this did. Wow. Actually, this is actually three or four years old. So. I mean. This wow. literally gave it a few years. And wow. we, we spoke off here. We had concerns of whether or not this the bottle conditioning was. Well, I, so this was the one that they believed was going to be fine. Oh, okay. Because so, this is delicious. But I also accidentally have some from a decade ago. Oh, nice. And those are the ones where they were like, well, maybe they didn't bottle condition well. Mm. I'm waiting for some friends to come up and we're going to have a crazy night or two. But we shall see how that goes down. But this, this is but delicious. This one, this one, they knew they nailed with the new production line, and you know what? I trust them. This tastes delicious. Th- this is really. I-, I could definitely get the chocolate notes. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's almost like a like a fruity chocolate. Um, wow. I mean, this and is every delicious. Every year they change it up a little bit. Like this is literally one of those beers where vintage matters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that was part of the reason. Like literally. If you look online, the the wax coating color indicates what you're drinking. I mean, do you get a little bit like even like notes of like currant? I mean, man, this this like I said, I mean, I've had barley wines in the past several times. I mean, I haven't had one in a while, and I certainly haven't had an aged one in 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 the the recent past. This is delicious. I mean, you, I, I'm a big hop guy. I'm a big IPA guy. I think. We had a lot of great IPAs and double IPAs, but I think this is the star of the show. This, so I love that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I for me APAs are my like kind of jam and sours, obviously. APAs, American pills, that middle ground where it's not so hoppy that you're like two and I'm done, but not so weak that you're like, what am I drinking? I think I'm still going with that that uh, hitchhiker gentleman. This this tastes the first or the second. The first because this, the IPA. This, this is this tastes like alcohol. Well, it's oh, it's, it's a, a it's it a barley like wine. Alcohol. There's a point to that. It's a barley yeah, wine. I mean, I, I, they're asking you to enjoy that for what it is. Well, yeah. that, that's why <laughs> barley wines are typically nightcaps because they're boozy, they're robust. I mean, if you it, you know you're drinking something with a high ABV. Never under ten percent. And you kind of don't want to know if they're higher than. 20. I I almost feel like eleven <laughs> is kind of on the low side, you know. No, and it's funny because for as low as that is as a barley wine, it's still got a kick. To it's it. powerful. Yeah, it's power, and it's interesting. Even though completely different styles, he's can, about to dance. I can see it. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Justin, you look like you're about to lay down. I mean, you're right. <laughs> again, no, I'm good. Not I'm good. a not a video podcast. Not a video. A we not might a have podcast. to do some of those. We have to, but. No, I, I, I like you. You taste the alcohol. Oh yeah, and, I mean that's the point. It's, it packs to be a fair, punch. That's part of this style. Yes, you, you want to taste the booze because this is 
It's more like a wine. You're supposed to taste that aspect. Yeah, like like the one we had from Hitchhiker that was like 8.4 or whatever it was. Like the impressive thing there was like how they maintained the flavor and they purposely hid the alcohol content. But for barley wines, like the alcohol content, like that, it's, a, it's just a foregone conclusion. Like that's in your face. Um, and it, it's not a style that people can session, obviously. It's not a style that you can drink excessively. But uh, when it's done well, I feel personally barley wines are absolutely delicious. And I mean, they pack a fucking punch. And because they're so in your face and bold, you feel it more than you would something that's, you know, slightly less ABV, but it's trying to mask those flavors. So uh, this is the first time, actually, this is this is a BTBT, I don't want to say exclusive, but this is the first time we've had a barley wine on the show. So this is a historic moment during this Pittsburgh takeover. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, man. Cheers to Pittsburgh. Cheers to Pittsburgh. Cheers, Cheers to Pittsburgh. To Pittsburgh. Right? Cheers. I'm, I may find myself I mean, there this, one day. This episode, like, they, they, you know, since I moved here, I have not been too nostalgic mm-hmm. about Pittsburgh. And and this has been one of the bigger nights that I've said it. Like, oh, man. Uh, the thing like, is, like, 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 there's, I wish there's I was a there. lot of good things about Pittsburgh, yeah. right? Like, so, yeah. I mean, I just moved, right? So I still have, and I and I actually just went back, right, for, mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it still feels like home and it feels like so little has changed mm-hmm. for me at least, you know, like I spent most of my life there when things do change, even after my long trip, there was not a lot that changed. Yeah. And now it's only a few months, so it's even smaller. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's home for me. It's never not going to be. It's home for me. Yeah. It's it's, for that's me. what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have that, you have that feeling. It's always going to be good for that. Yeah. You know? But of at course. the same time, right? Like. What I'm excited about is that it's changing. Like I like that, you know. I'm I live somewhere else now. I live here. This is home, for real. But I love that when I can go home, it's not as comfortable. I can be like, oh, never heard of that, never had that, and I'm like, cool. Yeah. I can actually experience something new. Yeah. From what has always been comfortable. But it, it, I you think, know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I, I, I totally get what you mean. And I think that my problem when I moved from there was that not enough people felt the way that I did. Mm. Because because people would be like, yo, I'm not trying to do shit different. I'm trying to do the same shit week in and week out. And we we have a mutual friend that, that, that actually feels the way that we do. And he's just like, I'm not going to leave. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm not going to fucking leave. Shout out and to Lee. But. Shout out to Lee. Shout out, shout, shout out to Lee. I'm not going to put your last name out there. That's but what I'm saying. That's what I said. Shout yeah, out to Lee. Shout out to Lee. And Hook me and up. <laughs> it's just kind of, that, that, that's just how I feel about it. And, and you meet a lot of people there that have never left the city that they were born in. Yeah. No, and it, and, and, that's and, what I mean. And, that's, and I that's get it, but it blows my mind at the same time. It blows my mind. But to be fair, I'm, you know, I mean, I went to the, far range of that right sure i spent years abroad and all that sure but i also know people that have literally never left the county yeah and it's like from my perspective I'm like why how can you right yeah and then there's other people who are like why would you and i've seen the extreme like in media and everything else and like part of me gets that but part of me just goes that makes you, no sense you gotta be i feel like being uncomfortable in life is is important yeah, I feel like it's important. You you can't understand the world until you actually have experienced it. Yeah. And you don't experience it until you've dealt with something that's not what you already know. If yeah. you're comfortable, you're not doing life right. 
if you're always comfortable. Yeah, like yeah. You, there, you need to challenge There's something to be about loving what you know and love. But yep. if, you, if you've if never gone like, huh? Can't yeah. deal with it. Yeah, like you need yeah. to experience every facet of life. You need to challenge the status quo. You need to feel uncomfortable. Like you can't just accept things as they are. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm asking you my next question. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, forgot. We're, we're still in this game. Yeah, yeah we're right, still, right. We'll, we'll slowly go through it. Um, Arsenal Cider House. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, literally so, one so, of so, so let's let's give let's give a background. Yeah, because Peter, I and, feel and bad. I wish I wish it would let him do his factification on this. Yeah. To be fair, because I think he would have done a better job than I will. But uh, so I know Ar- nothing about this place. So, so, so Arsenal please. Cider House is a, a local cidery. In Arsenal. Lawrenceville. Arsenal. Lawrenceville. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying local to Pittsburgh. There are the name is Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Like yeah. the EPL team. Yes. Fuck Same Arsenal. Spelling, yes. but actually because but it was an Arsenal. Like yeah. an arsenal of weapons. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Like right, old right. school, meaningful background. Yeah. Blue is the color. An elementary school called arsenal. arsenal as well. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea all day. Like, this Blue is, is the color. This is a deal yeah. about that neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're a cidery, and they do amazing fucking cider. We need to do a cider show, by the way. We've never done it. We've had ciders on the show before. We've never done a cider to, show. Remind me to like uh, meal up some some growlers or something. We need so, to do a cider-based show. Okay. But I mean, my baby. Yes, yes. This this place um, is a Civil War thing. Actually. Yeah, yeah. It's actually very Civil War thing, and yep. it used to be around the corner. Like, like I'm saying, like one minute from where I live, and um, mm-hmm. I, I, I I I love this place. Oh no, they're amazing. Man. The the people are cool. What yeah. they make is amazing. Yes. So, and to be fair, just to kind of harken back, the reason I know them so well is again. I was a Fatheads guy forever. They have three dedicated taps at Fatheads just for Arsenal ciders. Mm-hmm. So you know how like in like in New York, right? You'll generally see a graft cider everywhere. Tends to be the rule, right? Right. Same deal, but Fatheads said, you know what? You guys make great stuff. We're going to give you three taps. Just go for it. Those taps used to be like Creek and, you know, like mm. really hard to find stuff. Right, and they went. You know what? Nah, let's go local. Wow. So they changed it wow. up and they brought it local. Okay, that's the way to do it. And yeah. and to be fair, it sells like crazy because it's delicious. It it it's fucking delicious. I I think that, you know, I I wasn't into craft beer when I was in Pittsburgh, but I was in the Arsenal Cider House. Yeah. Because it was around the corner, and like for a while, that's all I drank. Yep. You know, like I, I'd have the the tongue that was because you, there's a lot of acid in it. And, and you and you left ciders. you left before they opened the backyard, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Right, right, right before it was yeah. about to happen. So I managed to check that out yeah. before I came up here. So mm-hmm. like the inverse of that, and the backyard's amazing. Live music, just beautiful space. Wow. And like when I first went there, it was literally their living room. Nothing else. That's it. That's yeah, it. Like, yeah. Like they they had like a piano that was like their fucking tap, right? <laughs> that, that, that was yeah. it. That was literally all they had. And nowadays they have a full tap room. Yeah. And they have a backyard area essentially when it's nice out mm-hmm. to like have live music and just put more on it. It's, like, but they, so for me, the reason that I love them, I think, mm-hmm. um, so they do, their ciders tend to use, uh, they use yeasts for champagne. Okay. Right? Which is going to crank the ABV. Yeah. But it also dries it out. Yeah. I mean, champagne is typically a bit on the drier side, bubbly. Exactly. But because of the way they mix the fruit in, it doesn't matter. 
you end up with this delicious, slightly dry, amazing cider. So we need we need to plan a cider episode, and I gotta well, you, bring. You need to you need to come to Pittsburgh, and then we'll. we'll do... <laughs> We can do a cider episode anywhere in the world. We we just need to get you down for a week. We'll do like four shows in that week. (laughs) There you go. Listen, I think think that we could get Andy. I'd be surprised if we couldn't get Andy on there. Dude, guaranteed, if we wanted to, we could do a show at any place we mentioned. So why don't we plan this? I'll bring Rachel, and and, and we'll do... We'll spend a week in Pittsburgh just making it so. And we'll do episodes. and and, and (laughs) Card. There you go. (laughs) We'll go hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I think yeah. that would be dope. That would be dope. Um, so as as we're winding down now, I know we're we're we 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 put on a hefty show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were approaching um, quite a bit on the uh, you know qu- quite a lengthy show. Justin, what do you got left? I still have questions for the man. So so we had we got we got to mention this. We, so so Anthony Bourdain. Yep. Oh, uh, he, he recently did it was, an episode. It was a massive. Uh, it was a like furor in the city about what happened with that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he recently did an episode on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what was it? What was that called? What was it? What was the episode of a show called? It's not parts unknown. We'll, we'll get back. So to this is a new thing, from... like this this no, year. No, no, it's a standard show, but it's, it's a standard show. But yeah. I mean, did... this his trip to Pittsburgh was was this this calendar year. Yeah, just a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. Maybe. All right. So why do you guys have beef with what he did? Because I like Anthony Bourdain, but yeah, no. Like and but, so, but, but that, yeah. I think the crux of the show was that, like Pittsburgh is not like it's being gentrified, and like we're just forgetting about people. And oh, I'm very sorry. And and <laughs> and, and, and I think that, that that's what would you agree with that with that episode? Yeah, was? yeah. There was yeah. there was a lot of uh, I think angling towards that the area is either non-urban and very like you know just not typical to what you'd expect for a city and then the rest of it was what's happening to this city like why are all these changes happening and they pointed out the gentrification the you know the big tech companies and everything else coming in um and i was actually blown away because i'm not gonna lie I, i watched the twitter and everything else you know, right after yeah. the episode. And uh, it was really interesting because as a tech person myself who was originally from the city and spent a lot of time in the city working for companies in the city, yeah, it was uh, interesting to hear. Um, so part of it I agree with because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it is what it is. You can't lie about that. Mm-hmm. But they spent a lot of the episode talking about things not at all local to the city. They did. And, There's a lot of suburban shit that was happening in that episode. Yeah. And I mean, hey, you have interesting things to talk about. It's an interesting episode. Not gonna I'm not gonna knock on having something worth showing off. Mm-hmm. That's what his job is, you know? But at the same time, if you're gonna make that Pittsburgh, it's not so much Pittsburgh. It's not so much Pittsburgh. But, but you don't think the metro area of Pittsburgh is not Pittsburgh. Like I said, there is something to be said about like I said, the greater Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. Like I called it earlier, right? That is way bigger than what you call Pittsburgh proper. Yeah, like but, I, I think that Pittsburgh is unique in the, in the sense that the actual Pittsburgh area they they make that very small. Yeah, no, absolutely, they, they make it very small. They do, they do, and then and then they, they like the actual suburban area, what they call the metro area, is very large. And I, I think that you can't talk about excuse me, you can't talk about Pittsburgh in in the sense that 
Um, you talk about all of that. Yeah. No, and that's what I said. Yeah. The greater Pittsburgh is definitely true. Yeah. Which is why it was surprising to me that they were even outside of that mm-hmm. for many things. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but there were parts where I was like, wow, that's like, I mean, I kind of have an idea. So Pittsburgh has beef with Anthony Bourdain? Some people, uh, some, some people, people definitely some people do. do. And, and featured in that Bourdain episode was the Brew Gentlemen. Yep. Who are in Braddock. Yeah. So, 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 so to tell you, to like, the, the mayor of Braddock is a guy named John Fetterman. John Fetterman, if you look him up, like, if you looked up John Fetterman, you'd be like, "Yo, I fuck with this guy because like he's super this, interesting, super he, legit guy." Yeah, he he's a he's a he's an Ivy League grad. He's bald. He has tattoos. He's like, "I'm gonna take over this city that used to be a steel magnet, which has then, nothing now. Basically, it has nothing. And you know what? He wants to bring it back. Which and he is wants to bring so it back. Legit. It, it, it's a very legit thing. He's a guy you can get behind. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a guy. He's, he, he's thinking of going higher because of that. Yeah, so so, to, so to bring more back to the area. Yeah, so 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 ten years ago, maybe when you were gone. Yeah. Um, like like the, like the, this this neighborhood, he, he just got elected, and like people were like, "Yo, you gotta come out here. Like, we gotta make shit happen." So so we would go to this house lodge, and it was like, "This shit's so fucking far," but you know, one of the breweries that did open down there is called the Brew Gentleman. Yep. Right, and and so what do you think about the Brew Gentleman? So I've only been the one time, and. The beers I have are amazing. They oh, yeah. definitely do great stuff. And where in Pittsburgh is, is this located? Is this it's called Braddock? Outside of the yeah. city, but Braddock. 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 Braddock, yeah. It's, this, it's, is like, this, is, can... this is like one of the main parts of the steel part. How much do you think a house city. in Braddock costs? Oh, nowadays, I can't imagine. Much. Would you think it costs 20000 if that, if that. Is, not is it that. a nice I mean, area? I haven't been in the market, so I can't say. But so, I mean, I like, like what's cheap. the area like? Is the area like, is it, is it? Is it a nice area? Is no, it maintained no, it, by the city or no? It, it, it's it's a it's a city. It's a it's a rundown it's a area. It's a town. It's, it's a town. Let's be straight. It's a town. It, it's a town that like like it, it used to be bustling because of steel, yep. and then everybody left because in the eighties, like the steel industry Fell died. Apart. Yeah. Right. And and so it's it's like a graveyard. It's this huge graveyard. Like Levi's did this whole shit there, and then they they hold they had all these beautiful people there amongst these. Ugly backgrounds, and they were just, they they tried to show oh, this. Oh yeah, I remember you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, exactly. I remember. And now. that's what it is. But if if you want to go there and you want to make this 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 area better, fifteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, to buy a house. To buy a house. Wow. Yeah. It's pocket. I mean, what's what's it's your pocket money? What's your cost of living like? Well, so they don't have a supermarket. I mean, so, you, so have, you, you have to go to the city for some stuff. Yeah. But if you're living in the but suburbs... But can you live comfortably? But if you live in the suburbs, that might be normal for you anyways. Yeah. Okay. Kind of deal. They, 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 maybe have two, they maybe have two businesses. They have the, the Brew Gentleman, yep. which we're talking about. They have a restaurant that's called Superior Motives. Which is the next, Motors. like, the one pushing for to make that neighborhood a thing again. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like a high-end restaurant by a very well-respected chef. Yes. Who chose to move there... Purely because he wanted to make that neighborhood a thing again. Yes, and, and it's in that Bourdain episode. Like, yeah, like all this is in that. Bo- like they they showed the brew gentleman. Yeah, they stop. They, they, they stop show in. this. Yeah, just closing this out, right? Let's go around the room. I'll, I'll go last. I'll start with Justin. Justin, your, your your final thoughts, contributions to this Pittsburgh takeover BTBT episode. Um, I want to give a big shout out to my man Andy K. I I I, I really respect you. Uh, 
I think you're the man. I, I, yo, like from, from, from where I would, from where you were at, like when you were 18, 17 and you know, maybe an angsty kid just trying to make it in hip hop to, to now, like you, you trying to, you, you a Pittsburgh dude running a brewery respect to you, brother. Um, I think all the beers tonight were great. I, I, and, and I think that there's this thing where I don't get nostalgic about Pittsburgh very often, but, but this happened tonight. And, and I think that's a really good thing. And it, it, it and it, it, it's happened. You know what? Like when I first moved here, um, I got nostalgic a lot, but like the, the more that I've lived here, I've been like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm not really Pittsburgh. I'm not really Pittsburgh. They did like talking to you tonight. I'm like, I'm a really Pittsburgh guy. Like, <laughs> I'm a Pittsburgh guy. Like, I, it's I, got, I know some shit. There's heartstrings there. Yeah, they, sure. they, they, there's some heartstrings there. And I, I, I hope that Pittsburgh people listening tonight sat there and were just like, yeah, like, we really love this shit. And, and, and I really love Pittsburgh. And maybe there will come a day when I move back. You know, um, there are reasons that I, that I moved out here, but I, I'm not going to get into them now. That's another podcast. And that's all I have to say. Huh? And Perry, your parting words? I just want to say, like, thanks again to my buddy Ryan at Fatheads for hooking us up with some some awesome headhunter so yeah. that this man can experience it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and again, my boy Matt Gibbs, fucking amazing brewer, all down everywhere. And, uh, you know, totally hooked us up with some great fucking beers tonight. Respect and to you, sir. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, the Pittsburgh beer scene is amazing. Like, I can't even talk enough. Do do you think that they, this is another question, I'm sorry. I'll talk Um, about it. Do you think that Pittsburgh uniquely occupies a spot in craft beer or not? I think that it has one that's not known yet, if that makes sense. Okay. I think so many people haven't been yet Mm -hmm. because, you know, like, like, Fatheads is a good example because it's Ohio. It's yeah. really Ohio, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's a Pittsburgh thing. Mm-hmm. And so people don't associate it right. But once you get there, you're like, yeah, there's good stuff here. Mm. But it, we're overlooked for many reasons, right? And so I think it's awesome that the more that people kind of pop in and go, that's nice, that's cool, we are starting at that name. Just like, you know, we're not the thing that hits a top 10 list. We're a place you just enjoy. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Huh? So I respect that we're we're finally making a name for ourselves. This is fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Now, did you have anything else to say? No, I'm just I'm just glad to be popping back for Christmas and bringing some great beers back, and then yeah, you know, whatever. This is two cities apart that are great for me to live between. Absolutely. I I will be back there when it gets warm again. <laughs> like I'm missing y'all tonight, man. This shit is sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I'll just close the show. We 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 put in a hefty shift here, talking about these Pittsburgh craft beer breweries, uh, bars, all this good stuff. I had a great time. I mean, I I, I felt like my craft beer education has been um, bettered expanded. by tonight. It's expanded? been expanded. Yeah. yeah, that's a better word to use. I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, definitely should be after a fucking barley wine. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely like expanded. Three to four hours of drinking too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've been drinking for hours, and and the great thing for me is, I mean, I love. I mean, even when I'm in New York, I mean, any bar I go to, 
and obviously, you know, over the years, it's been few and far between. But anywhere I go to, I try to try a beer I haven't had before. And to do a show tonight exclusively on beers I've never had before. Uh, and obviously, you know, you guys, Pittsburgh guys. So, it means you know, there's that heartstring connection there, which is dope. Um, I've enjoyed a lot here, you know, and I, I was kind of on the fringe familiar with Pittsburgh. Like I, I knew of it, haven't really had much of it, but understood that they were doing things and now really trying it. I have to say like, you guys are doing it. I mean, you, you, you guys are making some solid beers, everything. Like I said, you know, before everything I've had tonight, I would have again. Um, you know, that, that the dancing gnome. Like that, that really stood out to me. The, obviously, the Fathead's Headhunter was fucking dope. This barley wine has just got me on a fucking another level. Um, <laughs> really fucking dope. And you, I, oh, you better be amazed if I bust out one of my old ones for you guys, because it's gonna be like stupid level. Oh man, I mean that might be another show. That might be another show. But uh, well, all, yeah, we'll we'll, for, we'll figure this out. We'll when figure my, this when out. When my buddies are in town, we'll figure it out. There you go. We'll do a collabo show. All I can say is this. Beer today, beer tomorrow. We just did the uh, official Pittsburgh takeover of the show. Uh, the first, the, the first, first one. the first. Perry and Justin, you Give guys, us time. We'll yeah, take it. we'll make it a sound. Perry and Justin, you guys really came through. Um, I mean, the beer knowledge, the beer love, it's all good. It's all good. You know, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, it's still Queens all day. But there's love for <laughs> Pittsburgh. There's a lot of love for Pittsburgh. Uh, and and honestly, like the beers that I had tonight, again. Delicious, no complaints. I, I think these were top quality. Every beer I had tonight, again, I would have again. And you know, this this barley one is phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, so on that note, thank uh, you, Perry. Thank you, Perry, for for hooking this show up. Um, it's all he, about Sharon. That's Pittsburgh. Yo. Yeah, Sharon, Sharon is Karen. Is Karen. He, he he's a real Pittsburgh motherfucker. Justin, as are you. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, man, tune in next week. We'll be back. We'll be doing some dope shit for you guys. And uh, yeah, man, just keep supporting. Just keep showing us love. And uh, let's do a let's do a final toast, guys. Here, cheers. Some cheers. fucking eleven percent barley wine, motherfuckers, yeah. from Queens to Pittsburgh. This is how Queens we do. To Pittsburgh, let's do it. Cheers. Hey guys, we hope you had a lot of fun listening to part two of the uh, two-part Pittsburgh takeover. We had a lot of fun recording it. We drank a lot of good beers and. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, we'll be back next week. We got a funky, dope art show from Bushwick, Brooklyn going on. We got a ton of talented artists. We drink a whole lot of craft beer, and uh, we think you guys are, are, are going to enjoy it. We definitely we definitely dug it. So tune in next week, and as always, follow us on social media. And no matter where you are in the world, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. Cheers. <laughs>